On episode 453 of Nintendo Switchcraft, the most played games of 2019, more evidence of an upcoming Nintendo Direct, Red Dead rumors, and get yourself a shiny Pokemon. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Jenny from New South Wales, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Hey everyone, welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I bring you all of the Nintendo news that you might want to know, so make sure that uh, you subscribe to the audio show. If you didn't know, there's an audio show. You can go to anchor.fm slash NSC in order to subscribe to that, or you can watch it over on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, or you can come and watch it live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, as some awesome people uh, have done. So uh, this particular episode of Switchcraft is uh, brought, uh, made possible and brought to you by patrons like Travis M. You can get Switchcraft and all of my other shows. Like I, I have shows like 143 Pixels, uh, Stadia Cast, uh, Run Jump Stomp, all of my other shows. They come to patrons without any ads in them. Uh, for as little as a dollar. So if that sounds interesting to you, go to uh, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Excuse me. Uh, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And you can uh, support the show directly right there and get no ads. All right, let's 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 jump in and talk about the Nintendo news today. I'm going to try and sum this up pretty quickly today. Uh, my son wants to play a video game with me and I want to join him. So uh, I'm going to get going pretty quick. Uh, let's start with uh, Nintendo revealed, uh, well, Nintendo of Europe revealed the top 20 most played Switch games uh, in Europe. I don't know, we don't currently have a North American version of this, but that's okay. I bet you that they're pretty similar. Uh, we can start out by looking at, at, uh, at the European one. Uh, but here's the full list. These are the most played games in 2019. Uh, the number one is Fortnite. I, I don't think that that's going to surprise anybody. Uh, Fortnite is A, free, and B, incredibly popular. Uh, so, of course, it's the most played game out of all games in 2019 on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, second would be Zelda Breath of the Wild. This obviously should, in my opinion, should should surprise no one because that is... One of the greatest games, in fact, in in my opinion, it is the best game ever made, bar none. It is just so amazing, and you know, I, when I was reading this, and I was thinking about um, the time that I spent playing Breath of the Wild, it made me want to go back and play it. Now, I know that if I did, I would get totally sucked in, and I would be playing that game nonstop. So I have I have resisted. I already finished it twice, both once on normal mode and once on super hard mode or master mode or whatever it is that they call it, where where the monsters heal if you don't kill them fast enough. It's just an amazing experience, and uh, of course, it's one of the most played games uh, of 2019. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. 
not a surprise either. It is the best-selling fighting game of all time. It is an incredibly well-made fighting game. It is my favorite fighting game of all time. So, of course, it is one of the top uh, played games on Nintendo Switch in 2019. Minecraft, again, this is one of those games that you can sink uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours into because you can do anything you want. There is no real story. I mean, yeah, you gotta, you have specific tasks that you need to complete, but once you complete those tasks, you can keep playing forever. So it does not surprise me that Minecraft is one of the most played games on Nintendo Switch. Uh, let's skip through the rest of the list, which if you're watching over on YouTube, you can obviously see. Uh, I, I want to talk about one that surprised me as one of the most played games on Nintendo Switch, and that's number 18, Zelda Link's Awakening. And it, it doesn't surprise me because it's not a good game. It surprised me surprises me because it is a relatively short game. Uh, Link's Awakening is a relatively short game, and because it's so short, I expected that it wouldn't have nearly the hours played as these other games. So why is it so high? Well, probably because it sold like a whole bunch of copies. It sold a lot of copies, and that's why it's going to be... I, I say so high on the list. I know it's at number 18 out of 20, but it's 18 out of... There's thousands of games on Nintendo Switch now. Uh, so Link's Awakening uh, being on there is just... It, it's it's awesome uh, because it tells you how many... It must have sold like crazy. Now, uh, Budget Arcade Podcast in chat is saying, Speedrunners, Bill, Speedrunners. People are playing it over and over in order to try and... Uh, hit the, you know, get the world record or something. While that's true, I don't think that that's the reason that we are seeing uh, Zelda Link's, Link's Awakening on here because the number of people who are, are speed running that game, that's a very, very small group of people that are doing that. Uh, that being said, it's a wonderful game. If you haven't picked it up already, then you absolutely should. Uh, one other one that's on the list that surprises me is at number 13, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Yes, there's a lot of content in that, but it's a remake of a Wii U game that, or actually it's a combination of two Wii U games, uh, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, and then, or U, New Super Mario Brothers U, and then New Super Luigi you, if I'm trying, you know, I can't remember the exact name, but they took both of those games, put them together, released them as new Super Mario Bro Brothers U Deluxe um, Platinum Extra Edition Go Plus, whatever. And uh, it, that that's at number 13. That very much surprises me because even though there's a lot of content in that game, I feel like you could finish you you would finish with it pretty well. Uh, again, maybe it's speedrunners that are uh, artificially inflating that, but hey, I think that it's awesome that these games that the, the games that are on here, most of them, I'm like, yeah, of course, uh, these are going to be the most played games. But but of course, but uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild being up that high, um, two and a half years after it came out, I do have I I have to say that that is uh, pretty impressive. All right, now, 
I told you last episode, by the way, Happy New Year, everybody. I forgot to say that at the beginning of the show. I'm recording this on January 1st. Um, I told you last time that I expect that we're going to be getting a Nintendo Direct soon. And now there is a little more evidence that we're getting a Nintendo Direct. And I wanted to point that out to everybody. Uh, this evidence comes from a, 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 uh, <laughs> a photograph of a piece of paper. All right. So you obviously have to take this um, leak with a grain of salt. Okay. Uh, but why, why is this news? Well, here's why this is news. Um, GameStop will often be told by Nintendo or is often told by Nintendo if I want to try and do a better job with my uh, grammar. Uh, but uh, GameStop will often be told by Nintendo, I screwed it up up the sentence again, uh, that they have upcoming games. And so what GameStop will then do is they will enter them into the system so that they've got that information in the system and they can eventually update it with more information when they get it. Somebody who works at GameStop uh, took this information that they have in the computer uh, database they printed it off and they took a picture of it and uh, uh, posted it on the internet. This comes to us from at you, you commie. Uh, I don't know if I said it right. And I apologize if I didn't, uh, but they said GameStop system is doing its usual pre-direct new SKU listings. We're starting 2020 strong and it has listed here a whole bunch of, of SKUs for Nintendo Switch. And if you don't know what a SKU is, it's, uh, oh my gosh, something, something unit. Um, it doesn't matter what, uh, SKU, S-K-U, S-K-U. I can't remember what it stands for. Uh, it's been a long time since I worked in retail, but uh, a SKU is basically an item. And every item that is in a store has its own SKU, which is basically like a barcode that you scan and uh, connects to a, a database in a computer. Well, it says here available SKU NSW, available SKU NSW, and it has that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve times. So twelve times uh it, it is stock keeping unit, lucid links in chat. Thank you very much for reminding me. I could not remember. I had one of those one of those issues with my brain where my brain stopped working. So thank you very much, Lucid Links. You are very much a lucid individual indeed. Uh, now, all of these are entered in and they say that the that these games are releasing on um, December 31st, 2019. Obviously, that is not the case. These are games that are coming out next year. Uh, so the release date and the quote-unquote description, will be updated as GameStop gets more information. Of course, I want to point out, and I want to let everybody know, look, any idiot can type this up in, in a Microsoft Word document, print it off, staple it together, and take a picture of it and post it to the internet. So, obviously, this is not something that you should take 100% seriously. However, I, you know, I think that we're going to be getting a, a, a new Nintendo Direct soon. And the reason that I think that we're getting a new Direct soon is because unless you, if you don't count the indie world, I don't think that we've had a Nintendo Direct since September. It's been a while. 
it's about time. And traditionally, Nintendo has, uh, in the past, been putting out Nintendo Directs in late January, early February. Well, sometime in January, sometimes it bleeds over to early February. I'm anticipating that we're getting one on the 7th, which is six days away. The, the reason for that is is uh, everything that I discussed on the last episode, but this is one more piece of information. Is it possible that it's fake? Of course it's possible that it's fake, but is it possible that it's not? Sure, absolutely. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, on the audio show, you're going to hear from the sponsors, and when we get back, we're going to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Game Boy, only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power. Portable power. Speaking of portable power, portable power, uh, Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, uh, one of my favorite controllers of all time. Well, this is really weird. Uh, according to Nintendo Life, the uh, the the iconography of the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller has been found in the files for Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay, now does this mean that Red Dead Redemption Two is coming to the Nintendo Switch? Maybe. Is it likely? I don't know. I mean, if you look at how The Witcher turned out, I mean, okay, first off, just the way that I said that, people are going to think that I'm not a fan of how The Witcher turned out on Nintendo Switch, and that could not be further from the truth. I've played not very much of it because it's a huge game, and I've been just way too busy to jump into it, but I've played some of The Witcher on Nintendo Switch, and... CD Projekt Red did an amazing job, or whoever they worked with. I can't remember if they did it themselves or if they hired somebody. I I think that they went with Saber Interactive to port The Witcher 3 over to the Nintendo Switch. But anyway, whoever worked on the port, I think it was Saber Interactive, they did a great job on that port. Sure, it's really low res. Sure, sometimes the game is really ugly, but... If you want to be able to play The Witcher 3 and you want to be able to play it on a tiny little tablet that you can take with you, then those are the those are the the um, the drawbacks that you have to deal with. And I think that that's perfectly acceptable. Now, The Witcher 3 is actually kind of an old game. Like it's quite a few years old at this point. It's a gorgeous game on other systems. And bringing it to Nintendo Switch was definitely 
labor intensive, I believe. Not speaking from personal experience, but just the idea of porting this massive world over to the to the Nintendo Switch, which is a good deal less powerful than the other systems, that is a pretty impressive feat. So Red Dead Redemption 2 coming to the Nintendo Switch, I don't know. That is a game that came out, like, it wasn't last year, but it was the year before, I believe. Didn't it get Game of the Year last year? No, that was God of War. It doesn't matter. It came out fairly recently when you compare it to The Witcher 3, and it pushes the PS4 Pro, the Xbox One X, it pushes those things to the limit. Uh, Google Stadia, which has extremely powerful hardware, struggles to run this game at 4K 60 frames per second. So that's why they ended up limiting it to, I think it's upscaled from 2160 uh, to uh, 30 frames per second. Uh, it, it The numbers aside... It is a very um, intensive game that requires a lot of power, and the Nintendo Switch does not have a lot of power. And even if it did have a lot of power, the cost that would come to that, or along with that lots of power, would be a very, very big dent in the battery life. And I, I I don't think it makes a lot of sense to port a game which would just destroy the battery life of the switch to the to um to the switch uh, that sentence kind of got away from me that being said if you really want to play this game and you only have a Nintendo Switch and i think that there's probably a lot of people like that out there then you would probably be interested in playing Red Dead Redemption 2 on the Nintendo Switch And I think that Rockstar knows that, and they also know that Nintendo sold 50 million Switches. That's a lot of potential customers. There's a reason why people are porting everything to the Switch, because it is the fastest-selling console this uh, last year. It is incredibly popular, and uh, people... Like people understand that you can, there's these trade offs. You trade off power for portability. Uh, and uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of people, if, if this game comes out on the Nintendo Switch, I think that there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be very, very happy. I'm not one of them. I'm happy for the other people. But for me, I don't care. I don't care about Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't like Rockstar games. I've never liked Rockstar games. Nothing against Rockstar, but the way that they control, just something about it feels off to me. So every time I play a Rockstar game, I'm like, ah, it doesn't feel right. And uh, that's enough to push me away. Uh, That being said, Rockstar games sure sell a lot of copies, because they are high-quality games. Just because it's not a game for me doesn't mean I don't want it to come to the Switch. So I will. Uh, this is what I'll say. If you only have a Switch and this game comes out, then maybe get it on Switch if that's a game that you're interested in. However, what I would recommend instead is wait until Google Stadia goes uh, to Stadia Base, which is which means that you don't have to pay anything. And then buy it on Google Stadia 
and you can play it in your browser at 1080p, uh, you know, 60 frames per second, rather than playing it on your Nintendo Switch at m- probably much lower than 1080p. Uh, and and I know that y- there's some portability that you lose by not having it on the Switch because now you always have to be connected. But, you know, if you've got more than one screen that has access to the internet, I think that you're going to have a lot of fun playing that game uh, on Google Stadia. At least that's how I look at it, because there's no investment cost for you to pick it up on Stadia. That being said, if you're not interested in that and you want to play this game, then, hey, good good news. It might be coming to Nintendo Switch. All right. Uh, speaking of games that have sold a lot of copies, Untitled Goose Game, this is, a, you know, I feel really good. This is a feel-good story for um, for the, the company House House House. House House. I think it's called House House. Uh, it, it's a very heartwarming story for this company to have just caught fire and sold a million copies of Untitled Goose Game. Two of those are from my house. Uh, I got one for me, one for my wife. Uh, we, we both have the game on our Nintendo Switches, on our perspective Nintendo Switches. But uh, this, tw- this tweet comes from uh, at Cabell, uh, who is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, he works at the company that makes Untitled Goose Game. I believe it is House House. And it says here, it seems impossible, but last week, three months after launch, that's impossible. That's just insane. Uh, three months after launch, Untitled Goose Game passed one million copies sold. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you for playing our video game. And, uh, Listen, I uh, thank you for making an awesome game. There's a reason why it sold so many. Uh, but I know, you know, seeing those nice round numbers feels really good. So I feel I feel good for that company for, for making a game that they loved and uh, uh, putting it out there for everybody and it catching fire and everybody just being in love with it. Um, but I understand how they feel when you hit that round. I mean, it didn't take me three months. It took me, uh, about two, two and a quarter years to hit a million downloads on this podcast. Like that feels really good. And, uh, I'm very, very happy with that. Uh, but I understand how they feel hitting those big, those big round numbers feel really good. All right. Uh, we are running out of time, so I've got to go fast. Pokemon Sword and Shield players. This is from express.co.uk, and it says, Pokemon Sword and Shield fans get surprise shiny Pokedex update on Nintendo Switch. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield players looking to update their Pokedex with a new shiny are in luck. Chances are you haven't been able to encounter all the shiny variants you've wanted so far while exploring Galar, and the Pokemon company are providing and helping hand over the coming days, providing a helping hand over the coming days for those looking to capture a special Gyarados. Uh, Gyarados, by the way, is the Pokemon that evolves from Magikarp. So this is important. Timing is important here. Pokemon fans have until January 3rd to enjoy a new event that started globally earlier today. 
And during this short window, uh, Sword and Shield gamers will have a much better chance of encountering shiny Magikarps, which means that you can then evolve that into a shiny Gyarados. Now, if you already have a shiny Magikarp, you might also still want to try and jump in on this event because as you inter- interact with them and capture them, it says something about getting more nuggets to uh, due to the added encounters. What I'm guessing that means, having played Pokemon Go, I have Pokemon uh, Sword on my Nintendo Switch, and I just have not really played very much of it at all. I finally got past the initial chatty part, and uh, I'm, I'm looking to play more of it. Uh, but anyway, um, based on my experience with Pokemon Go, is when you catch a Pokemon that you already have, you can probably do something to convert it into like a kind of candy that you can then give to, like you trade it for candy, um, and then you can feed that candy to your other Pokemon to help them level up. Uh, and that's what I think that they're talking about here. I could be wrong having not played very much of Pokemon, but uh, you guys can, of course, let me know. Um, the other, uh, oh no, I already said that. And then there's one thing. Okay. According to Nintendo, this is what I was trying to to find. According to Nintendo, the only thing gamers will need to do is to connect their Nintendo Switch console to the internet during the event. So get your Switch connected to the internet and then play some Pokemon and maybe you will find uh, a shiny Magikarp. All right, we've got one more story that I want to cover before we get out of here. I only have about four and a half minutes left, so this is going to be very, very quick. Um, Hideki Kamiya, uh, who works for Platinum Games, uh, he says that the Nintendo <laughs> he says the Nintendo Switch home menu is a piece of crap. And you know what? He's not wrong. He really isn't wrong. It is not great. It is fast. It is fluid. It is snappy. It is all of the things that I, that I, it is the opposite of all of the things that I despise about my PS4 uh, UI. The PS4 UI is incredibly slow and clunky. And the Switch UI is very, very fast. But here's exactly uh, what he said. He said, um, the Nintendo Switch's home menu is a piece of crap. All of the gigantic game icons are lined up in a row, but the rest of the games are tossed into a trash can called All Games. I wonder, have they ever played the Nintendo Fanboys Switch? I am assuming that he means, you know, somebody who has lots and lots of games on their Switch like me. I have probably 300 games on my Switch. And going into the all games section is a huge pain. It's an absolute pain. I can't stand it. Um, They need to give us folders. They need to give us more ways to organize our home screen. And they need to give us ways to make the, like, there's no need for the icons to be quite as big as they are. I was on Reddit the other day, and I saw somebody had gone through and they had made their idea of what a good Nintendo Switch home screen would be. And I had to, I have to say that it was miles better than what we have now with just two options for black or white and um, giant screens or or giant icons on the screens. Uh, So anyway, 
I, I have to uh, agree with Mr. Kamiya here, uh, Hideki Kamiya. Uh, it is a piece of crap. I hope that Nintendo takes... I mean, yeah, he's being a little harsh, and so am I, but uh, I hope Nintendo listens and does something. And maybe they're going to do something on the 7th when they give us that brand new um, dot uh, 1.0, uh, 10.0, sorry, 10.0 firmware that we are expecting. All right, it's time to wrap up the show. Thank you guys for very much for listening. If you want to become a part of the community, you should absolutely join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. There's over a thousand people on that discord and I'll, just they're all awesome. They're really fun people to talk to. It's very active and make sure that you get in there, say hi. And, uh, you know, we've got an LFG channel so you can find people to play games with. Uh, big thank you to everybody who shows up to watch the show live like Rezzed TV, he just subscribed with Twitch Prime for five months in a row. That is a huge way to support the show is if you have Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime for free. And then you can subscribe to your favorite streamer. Hopefully it's me, but if not, subscribe to a streamer. Help them make a little money doing what they love to do. So big thanks to Rezzed for that. Um, you can get a hold of me by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com. But you, you know what's even better is if you get a hold of me through Twitter at runjumpstomp. Uh, this show is part of the giant sized team up network. For more information, make sure that you check out gstu.net. And finally, if you're looking for ways to support the show, I already said ways that you can, but there's a whole bunch of ways over at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I hope. See you all soon. Thank you for hanging out, and I will see you. Bye-bye.